It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. That is absolutely right. Why not now and why not here? Now is Monday, the 13th of April, 2015. My name is Jason Dias, and I am Generation X. And my name is Caitlin Anderson, and I am Generation Next. And together we bring you the only online radio show about all the latest and greatest Christ-centered things happening right here in sunny New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. Hey, Caitlin, you had a big trip this weekend up to the great Midwest in Wisconsin. Tell us a bit about that. I did. I did, Jason. You texted me inviting me to go to the Cross uh, Gala <laughs> banquet this weekend, and I told you that I was going to Waco, and I was. I was supposed to go um, and hang out at Baylor this past weekend, but I got an email from the foundation uh, earlier last week and uh, inviting me to fly up there for the conference, and I just couldn't pass it up. It was definitely one of those things that if I would not have been a senior, I would not have done it. It was one of those senior trip on a whim, um, kind of spur of the moment things that I really, really do. I'm a very analytical and um, slow decision maker. Um, So I did it, and I brought my friend Megan with me, and it was awesome. We got inspired for conservative values once again. Um, the foundation conferences are always amazing. It was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so it's definitely a different environment. I've never been to Wisconsin before or anywhere around the Great Lakes. Actually, I saw Lake Michigan for the first time, which was very interesting and beautiful. It's so pretty up there. Um, not as pretty as Texas, though. I will uh, <laughs> contend that. You cannot beat Texas. Um but, yeah, we learned so much. I uh, got to meet other kids. There was high school and college kids there, which was really nice, getting to t- talk to the college kids and the battles that they face on their campus against liberal bias and liberal administration um, was really interesting and inspiring, and it just makes me look forward to college all the more. No, I agree, and I think it's great that you're doing that. Um, I know you talked about a lot of serious things, but one of my favorite parts about the weekend was your posts. You were posting things that you were doing. You were posting pictures of you and your other participants and the speakers. But uh, we talked about this a little bit last week. Baseball season started last Monday uh, when we did our show um, with Rolando. I love baseball. Baseball is one of my favorite things. And one of my goals in life before I get up to my great beyond is to visit every major league park in America. And I guess it it didn't bug me, but it, it, it was like, Man, Caitlin's been to the Milwaukee Brewers Stadium. I've never been there. Um, I love the fact that you guys combine 
the educational stuff with the entertainment and fun stuff. And you went to a Milwaukee Brewers game. Tell us about that. I did. It was the last night of the conference, and after the conference concluded around 5 p.m., um, and we had a couple, we had a few hours to burn before we flew out in the morning, uh, and we were looking for something to do, so we actually took an Uber, um, which is kind of like a taxi service. Have you heard of Uber, <laughs> yep, Jason? Of course. Actually, I, believe it or not. I love I, Uber. <laughs> I know. So- uh, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm, well, I'm not a little, I'm a lot older than you, but yes, I know exactly what Uber is. Uber is one of those businesses, Caitlin, that I always sit around and say to myself, I wish I had thought of that. I wish I had invented Uber and ride-sharing and stuff like that. But I saw great pictures of you and your buds out at the Brewers game. And they have one of the best um, in-between innings um, entertainment things where the the sausages race each other around the bases. Did you see that? Uh, No, I did not. I didn't see that. We came actually late. Um, because we wanted to explore downtown a little bit first before it got dark and everything. So we came during the sixth inning, so we got $9 oh. tickets, and we got <laughs> nice. really great seats. So we only saw a couple innings, but it was definitely a great experience. But, no, I did not see anyone in costumes walking around. But they did have a big rock climbing wall and a slide inside the park, and it was a covered stadium, which was a first. I haven't seen a, a, a roofed stadium in Texas before like that. No, it's 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 actually a really cool um, stadium. It's actually um, uh, one of the newer uh, uh, stadiums in the new generation of baseball stadiums. But I thought that was great. I'm, I'm, I love the fact that you're going out there and having fun, but at the same time, getting involved in real and important things. When we get back from the break, we're going to talk about it. The name of the show, A.D., Anno Domini. We are all living in A.D. It is 2015. Caitlin is graduating. My son is graduating from Cross. We've had presidential news this weekend as Hillary Clinton announced her her bid for the president of the great United States of America. But I'm convinced that what Caitlin is doing, what I've tried to do these past nine years at Cross, building God's kingdom generationally here in New Braunfels, is more important than anything you're going to hear on Fox or CNN during this presidential cycle. We're going to talk about it. Um, we have no guests today. It's going to be kind of a, a free-for-all, just talking about things that are happening um, in Caitlin's life and in my life. And we're going to do it all right after this. Blessed be your name when I'm found in the This is Pastor Jeff Marco from the New Braunfels Church of the Nazarene, and you're listening to One City Under God. Right, Pastor Jeff Marco, the first bump we ever recorded on this show, and I was just kind of blown away this weekend. Um, New Braunfels Christian Academy had their prom this weekend, and Pastor Jeff Marco's daughter, Ashley Marco, who is somebody I know you know, Caitlin, um, posted some pictures on Facebook uh, about her prom, and it just reminded me how quickly time passes. And I know you know Ashley, and I just wanted to ask you, I, I view you as such a leader amongst your peers. Doesn't it seem like time just continues to evolve so quickly now? 
Yeah, time is definitely flying, especially as a senior. My prom is this upcoming weekend, and I loved seeing all of NBCA, um, all my friends from NBCA, their prom pictures from this weekend. But, yeah, it's definitely time is flying. <laughs> no, it's absolutely fine. I was like, you know, um, I, knew, I, I met Ashley about the same time I met you. She was um, in PSIA um, the way you were in the academic competition way back at Cross. We had the Cross Gala. This past weekend, you talked about that. Um, I, I invited you to that, but you were going to Baylor, and you went up to Wisconsin. Um, and it was, it was in some ways, it was very surreal. It's my last um, gala as a parent of a student. Um, I was there doing. I did the MC uh, at the at the gala this Saturday. Uh, I did the gala video for my sixth and final year, and and it just made me think about how, you know, you're doing what you do. As a senior in high school, and I talked about it in the pre-show how I, I kind of see you as more of a college student now. You're kind of in that collegiate mindset now, talking about very significant things, presidential politics and electoral politics. And But it was very, very nice this Saturday to reminisce with the, the friends I've made at Cross about the memories we've had uh, watching our young people grow up. You know, my son's the vice president. Um, at the student body, he introduced the student, uh, the the school board president, uh, uh, this weekend. And uh, because I was doing the video last week, I was looking through all the old gala videos. And the first one I ever did was the built together video. And there's a clip of you and Evan, and you're wearing your blue chapel shirt, and Evan's wearing his blue chapel shirt, and he comes up to about your waist uh, in this particular clip and now he's almost as tall as I am and I don't know it just it was just so much fun this week and I felt like you were doing your thing on a national level with the young Americans for freedom and I was doing my thing at the local level at at the cross gala and to me that's what it's all about it's mm-hmm. it's about building God's kingdom where we are locally but never losing sight of the fact that these presidential elections matter These are big and important issues. Caitlin, you are coming of age in very, very important times. Hillary Clinton announced for president this weekend, and you weren't even born when Bill Clinton announced for president. I was. I was the president of the college Republicans when Bill Clinton won the presidency of the United States. Less a year after the first President Bush had an 88% approval rating. And I realized anything is possible in this country. And I think what you're doing, educating young people about the importance of staying involved and staying aware of presidential politics and political issues is so invaluable today. Well, thank you, Jason. And I, I think it really resonates with me what you said about how you're, you've been working for the past several years at Cross so hard using your gifts and your skills and your talents um, to its fullest capacity for God's glory. Um, and even though, I don't know, you're, you're really praising me a lot here and just being so complimentary, but I feel like what you're doing at Cross is just as important. And I feel like that's a really great example um, of how we, we both have different talents and different skills. And obviously we're both talented in communications, uh, but we come together and we do this radio show um, every week. And that is one of the ways that we can glorify God in our 
community. Um, and also, outside of the show, um, we have different talents and we have different um, groups that we're in and environments, um, and we glorify God in those environments as well. And I think it's just a great example um, of how everyone has different talents and different passions and different interests. And um, God has a way of making sure that you can glorify him in whatever situation you're in, um, whether you're the president of the United States or you're taking orders at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I, totally, I totally agree with you. In 2015 A.D., again, the name of this show, Anno Domini, that's what it means. Our historical world, for all of us that are listening to this show, live or later, is, is basically separated in the two huge historical compartments. We have B.C., before Christ, and N.O. Domini, after Christ. Uh, it amazes me that in 2015, 30 years after I graduated from high school, Christians and police officers are now the bad guys. It's like the world has changed so very, very much that when you're my age, I'm 47 years old, you, you look around and say, who's going to remind people that this used to be a great Judeo-Christian country that valued the Bible and valued prayer and valued our Christian God? Sometimes, you know, you, we talked about – I think we talked about it in the pre-show. You had a post on Facebook, Caitlin, um, last week uh, about a – um, about not ignoring phone calls. I think you had an unknown number that showed up on your phone, and somebody called you. And it was one of the most interesting uh, – it was kind of a long Facebook post, but it was one of the most interesting Facebook posts I've read in a while. And it was all about don't discount things and circumstances that God places in front of you. And um, I want to talk to you about my reaction to it, but tell us a bit about – the call and what happened when you got it? Uh, well, I was in a group message, and for those who do not know what a group message is, it's basically um, just like a text message um, with multiple people in it, and you can all converse in it, and you can see what everyone else is saying um, all um, almost instantly. Um, and apparently in the group message, there was someone who <clears throat> it was a wrong number, so it was a completely random person that wasn't supposed to be in this message. Um, so we were talking about an event that was going to go on the next day. Um, and then I was actually just about headed to bed, and I got this phone call from an unknown number. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And I don't know why because I normally don't pick up numbers from people that I don't know. But for some reason, I picked up the phone, and I said hello. And uh, the lady at the other end was uh, sort of distressed and really – um, upset, and so I, I tried to talk with her and reason with her, and and she was just telling me that she has been getting phone calls and text messages from this number, uh, meaning my number, um, and she just didn't know what was going on, and then she wasn't in the right message, and she was really upset about it, and her phone kept going off, and I just tried to calm her down and said, I'm really, really sorry about this situation. I'll try to take you out of the group message, and we won't call you anymore. I haven't been calling you. I'm really, really sorry. And then she went on to say that she's, she's just really having a bad day, and I said, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. What's wrong? And, and, and she said that her daughter had attempted to commit suicide earlier that day, and right then my heart just Sunk, and I just knew that God was going to do something with this phone call in this situation. Um, so she went on to tell me about how awful a day she was having, about how her daughter was at the hospital, and she thought that it was the hospital that was trying to call her, and that she couldn't 
figure out how to work her phone. Um, it was really upsetting her that she was getting all these notifications, and I just felt so, so bad for her because I just could not even imagine the position that she was in at that time. And I went ahead and I said, well, can I pray for you? Um, and she said, yes, please. That would just be so, so amazing. So I went on to pray with her, pray for her, and honestly, praying in front of people isn't, um, I'm not, I'm not scared to do it. It's not, um, but it's also not my, my, my strongest thing. I'm not super great at it. So I was scared and I didn't know what to say, but the Holy Spirit was with me, um, and granted me what to say. And I just prayed over her and I prayed over her family and her daughter. Um, and it was just a really amazing moment. And right after uh, I finished praying, she hung up the phone. She didn't even say anything. And I just started bawling in my room, and I was just wow. on my knees, you know, praying, God, thank you so much for this opportunity. You've just shown me that you're still here for me, God, and that you're you're in my life and you're doing things with me. Jason, I, I talked about in my Facebook post that um, when I posted about this event that um, it kind of showed me, it was a kind of a reminder from God that I still have passion and purpose in my life. Uh, towards the end of the year, as a senior, it, it is kind of hard sometimes to keep going and remembering that the small daily things that you do are all glorifying God. Um, and even the, you know, insignific seemingly insignificant things like uh, finishing your homework to your best ability and studying <laughs> as hard as you can for that test um, are really to glorify God and that God has me in the position where I am right now for his glory. Um, and I'm exactly right where he wants me. And I need to take advantage of it and be aware and perceptive of all the situations that God puts me in. Um, and it's just a really, really great experience. Um, and it just kind of reminded me that God is still working and still moving in my life. Well, I think God's working in tremendous ways in your life. When we get back to break, uh, I want to talk about, um, again, some things that happened over the weekend. Um, I, we, like I said, we had the Cross Lutheran Gala this past Saturday over at the Fellowship Hall. And uh, I want to talk about all of that and much, much more right after this. Whoa, This is Pastor Don Fraker of Cross Lutheran Church and School, and you're listening to One City Under God. Hello, my name is Regret. I'm pretty sure we have met every single day of your life. That is absolutely right. Um, we had our cross gala this weekend. Caitlin, you're familiar with the gala that we do um, every year. We raise money for the school and um, I was the MC of the event of uh, this sat this past Saturday. It was a 50s theme, which was really really cool. We had lots of um, teachers and folks that you know dressed up in the poodle skirts and um, the guys wearing the white t-shirts and the blue jeans and stuff like that. And there was a moment in the in the gala. Um, I had just introduced the live auction near that was um, doing the live auction, and my son was there. And I was sitting on the side of the stage, and I looked over to Evan, and I just kind of got his attention and said, hey, I, I motioned him and said, come over here, come over here. And he walked over to me, and I said, Evan, I love you. And generally, he would be embarrassed for his dad to say anything like that at school. And um, he just looked at me and said, I love you too, Dad. And I felt like it was sort of like I'm, I'm checking boxes this year. 
you know, every time I do something across, it's the last time. It's my last time doing the gala. It's my last time doing the gala video. And I'm just, you know, you said you're struggling with purpose and passion. I think my purpose and passion has been invested at Cross for nine years, and I can't imagine what am I going to do when it's over. How am I going to convey that same purpose and passion I have for my Christian faith when I can't express it any longer through the deeds and the activities I do at the school? I really share your your struggles with that, and I'm glad we have the radio show to come on and and talk about it uh, and and how we try to find our way in all of this. Um, your 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 story about that wrong number, it was so impactful to me, and yet today, um, you, you know, I sent you a picture of it in the pre-show. I had a call from an unknown number, and despite your great story, like an idiot. I didn't answer it. And I think sometimes as Christians, we know what the right decision is. We just don't make it. And Caitlin, I'm not sure how to how to get around that. Well, I don't know. I feel like always the best way is to pray about it. But I, I don't think it's the end of the world that you didn't pick up that phone <laughs> number, Jason, because I normally don't. And I just feel like, I don't know. It's definitely the Holy Spirit just kind of gave me a push, and I didn't even know it um, whenever <laughs> I answered that phone number. Well, I'll tell you something. Um, speaking of phones, uh, there was something that you sent me. Um, for folks that don't know, uh, uh, by the way, uh, next week we're going to have actually two guests. We're going to have two interviews next week. Um, we have the unsung hero. In New Braunfels um, from Hope Hospice, we're going to have an interview uh, with her and Hope Hospice, and we're also going to have an interview with the owners of um, the snake farm right down the road in 35. It's, it's actually not – they don't think of it as the snake farm anymore. It's the it's the New Braunfels, Comal River Zoo and stuff like that. A great, great new family at Cross Lutheran. We're going to have a great show um, next week. But um, folks that don't know, when we set up the show, a lot of times, and Caitlin, you know this is true, a lot of times we set it up on the Monday that we do the show. It's very, very rare, like we did last week, that we had so much preparation time for the live show. And uh, in in the text conversation we had earlier today uh, around the lunch hour, uh, we were talking about do we have a guest? What are we doing on the show tonight? And you sent me two text messages that said, no, I don't have a guest, that works, question mark. And then you sent another text message that said, that works, exclamation point. <laughs> and, and I thought about this. I really did. When I saw that, I really thought about, um, again, the name of the show, Anno Domini, A-D. I tried to watch that show, A-D, last Sunday. Uh, when it came out, the Roma Downey show talking about the, the crucifixion and the resurrection. And I was five minutes into the show. I even posted it on Facebook. I said, I'm five minutes into this show on TiVo, and I can't watch it anymore because St. John was not a black guy. And it's like, well, wait a minute. The guy playing Jesus is not really Jesus. Just go with the show. Just, you know, don't don't stress out about the details. But my my decision personally was... You know what? If I want to learn about what happened 
during the crucifixion and afterwards, Anno Domini, I'm going to pick up my Bible and read it. I'm not going to watch any more movies or any more miniseries or any more documentaries about Jesus Christ and the gospel. If I want to learn about that, I'm going to pick up my Bible and read it. But what I loved about that text message you sent me was you had a question mark and then an exclamation point. And I thought about that. He is risen. Jesus lives. For me, it's always going to be an exclamation point, not a question mark. And I think that is what you and I have been all about on this radio show for three years. You and I are exclamation points. We're saying that Jesus lives in this community. Jesus lives in this one city under God that is New Braunfels, Texas. We have interviewed literally hundreds of guests, done hundreds of shows celebrating Anno Domini, A.D., the new gospel, the new covenant. My blood will be shed for you and for all men, a new covenant. And I just, I don't know, this week, I don't know why, maybe because you were out of town and I couldn't talk to you about it, I was just so proud of our show and so proud of all the things that we were doing because I believe we have been on this show an exclamation point, a counterbalance to the question mark that is out there in the minds of so many people. I think I really agree with what you're saying, Jason, and that we are an exclamation point as opposed to a question mark. And I think that's a really, a really, really funny connection in that my text made you think of that because it was honestly an accident. Like I typed in the wrong thing and I didn't want to be like, that works. I want to be, yes, that works, like confirming. But um, I think it's kind of good because I feel like exclamation points are more of a hope um, and a purpose. And God has promised us that he will give us a hope and a purpose and that he knows the plans that he has for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans for a hope and a future. And hope and a future is an exclamation point. It is not a question mark. Everyone else um, that is not a believer, they have question marks in their life. They don't really know uh, why they're here, what they're doing, what their purpose is. Um, I think that's so great that we as Christians can have that exclamation point exclamation point and we can glorify God with our exclamation point and that we can have the hope in Jesus and that joy and that peace um, and not be wondering and searching and hungry and thirsty our whole lives. Well, it's it's interesting because um, uh, somebody I th- somebody else I think you know, uh, you know Emma Douglas, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, she's one of the most demure, quiet people I've ever known, and yet whenever we communicate um, in email or on on text, and I told somebody about this, uh, somebody that's a bit older than me, we had a conversation last week about the communication styles of people in that younger generation, your generation, the millennial generation, generation next, and I said, there's a couple things I've noticed about your generation. Number one, you use the word like a lot. I'm like really excited about my trip to Wisconsin. I'm like really excited about this band or or this event. But I said the other thing I've noticed is that when we communicate in in text or email, a lot of times you use an exclamation point. I'll say, hey, Caitlin, um, I've got a guest. Are you cool with that person? And you'll send back, yes, that's fine, exclamation point. I like that. It it, it kind of – it conveys – 
a sense of optimism that I sometimes feel as a 47-year-old. I think I can sometimes be a little more cynical than than some people. I sometimes feel like I'm more of an ex, more of a question mark than an exclamation point. But I just think it's a unique communication style of yours, and um, it, it gives people like me and people in my generation great hope that that you're excited about God and you're excited about Jesus and you're excited about using your voice and your experience and your education to glorify God. And um, that's always helped me on this show. And um, I'm really looking forward as we kind of, you know, I feel like we're on that, on on the roller coaster ride. We're getting down to that last drop. You're going to graduate from high school in less than six weeks. Evan's going to graduate from cross in less than six weeks. And we're going to have to come to terms with what happens next. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what that's going to be all about. I am as well. I'm really excited for this next new chapter um, in my life and what God's going to do with me. Uh, um, I'll be I'll be uh, witnessing it with you. Uh, we got about a minute left on the show. Like I said, don't don't forget to join us next week. We're going to talk about um, uh, somebody that I actually knew a long, long time ago. Her name is Opal, and she works over at Hope Hospice and dealing with end of life issues has always been, I believe, something that is spiritual. I don't think there's a whole lot of atheists in the last minutes of life. So we're going to talk to Hope Hospice next week. We're also going to talk to the the owners of the New Braunfels um, Snake Farm and Zoo, um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But I, I really enjoyed the time just kind of chatting with you today, Caitlin. Uh, I always get nervous about shows where we don't have a guest, but when they're over, I always look back on them and say, hey, that was a great, great show. we got 45 seconds. Why don't you get us on out of here? All righty. To all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Make sure to tune in next week, as Jason was saying earlier, for a great show. Um, make sure to like us on Facebook and subscribe to us on um, iTunes on our podcast. From Jason Dice and I, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. One city. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.